Hello, it's me. It's your old buddy, Steve Simonson, and uh, I'm here before you today in whatever venue you have selected, whether it's audio and you got the sultry sound of Steve in your ears, or it's video, and you got Steve bebopping around on the screen in front of you. Still me, both both the voice and the bebopping, still me. But we're in the middle of the Founder Foundation series where I basically promised at the beginning of December 2022 to give you a gift. And that gift is the gift of Steve. Uh, actually, the gift more accurately would be, here are some general management and fundamental aspects to how you build a leadership team. And if you're following along at home, you should be able to write each of these modules down in the mini series and start to ask yourself, do I have this covered? Do I have a strategic objective? Do I have my key performance indicators? Do I have a company um, origin story? Have I found my personal why? Or am I in the process of finding it? Like each of these is, is like a checklist that you should just go right down and think about it with your, your executive team, the people who report to you first. And then how do they disseminate further down in your organization to the extent that it's necessary? And by that, I mean, there are some things that you want to make sure that everybody gets the chance to do within your company and other things that they receive that uh, opportunity with their ascension in the, the management team. Uh, for example, if you have somebody working on a forklift or working in customer service, they may not need to have, you know, advanced C-level uh, training on, you know, how to manage um, you know, complex finances or whatever. Uh, by the same token, if you're like me, we like everybody in the company to be exposed to strengths-based training. So we'll give them the strengths-based assessment early on and help identify their strengths. And then part of our objective as a management, real-world systemic management, is to identify and then figure out what those strengths mean and how they can serve that person's personal why. Like, golly, you know, what do they want in five years? Do they want to be a, a manager? Do they want to, you know, travel the world? Do they, what do they want? And by understanding this with your people, again, I know you can't do it all overnight, but this is how you, you bring people up uh, in an organization. You find out where you're compatible, where you're each going, and finding out who's, you know, who's really in love with your mission and your company story and finding out who can do the best job for you uh, long-term, all of these things are vital. I, I really, I just can't stress it enough, vital to you determining kind of the future performance of your company because you're picking, essentially, you're picking your bloody, um, you know, managers from the the stockpile that you have. And if you don't have a good stockpile, that means you're not preparing yourself for that future that you're envisioning. All right. Let's talk to, about today's uh, topic, which is time management. So I, I do think that a lot of us understand that we're, we don't always maximize time, which, you know, by any count would be our most uh, fleeting resource, right? Time literally clicks away every second of every day. And it's not something we can buy, right? Time is not a commodity that we can just go out to the market and buy. 
And therefore, time must be considered precious. And how we choose to spend that time, particularly on the business time, is something that uh, deserves some consideration. So I do know this, that there are lots of ways that time is stolen from you, right? You can think of it as a uh, almost like a bank. And how did your bank get robbed today, your bank of time? Well, somebody called you that was not on your calendar. And they didn't call you with something that was like, hey, the house on fire, get out now. They called you with, hey, whatever happened to this thing over there, right? Which they could have structured uh, a meeting for that or you know, some uh, structured phone call later that would be on your calendar and you'd be prepared for that call. And then in fact, you'd be on your, your appropriate priority. It could be things like, you know, oh, I, I'm just kind of bored right now. So I'm, uh, you know, streaming, you know, uh, the uh, Tiger King because, uh, you know, I was just kind of bored. Uh, by the way, when we get bored and our mind gets kind of uh, sluggish, this is uh, the best time to try to find ways of refocusing, right? And you should almost have like a system for refocusing. Sometimes that could include just going for a walk, right? Which you may consider like a time thief, but uh I often do some of my best thinking uh, while I'm walking. This brings me to a very important point. Having your calendar, whether it's a five-hour day or a one-hour day or a 12-hour day, structured to an extent that you have no time to think is, uh, I think, a mistake. Uh, I believe it's a mistake. Not having time especially at the executive level, founder level, to just let ideas flow through you and contemplate potential solutions and let, let your brain kind of do processing instead of being overwhelmed with lots of new inputs, I think is important. It certainly has been important for me. And I would say that many entrepreneurs have a similar framework where you know we love to be in the the, the moment-by-moment moment firefighting uh, of a business. We're often quite good at it. Uh, I'm certainly, you know, from an entrepreneurial perspective, one of the best firefighters around. Uh, I came up in such a world of chaos and kind of construction business and things like that, that, you know, problems were both constant and had time problems associated uh, with them. In other words, if you have a problem and this house can't be completed with construction on time, you're getting a big fat bill. So the consequences of not being on time were quite high and caused me to focus on how I can get my time right to begin with. So uh, one, one general concept when we think about um, what is our time being spent on is I would just recommend doing a time audit and uh, again, we've we've shared. Uh, I think I did a master class in the UK, and I shared a um, you know kind of a time how to get your time under control process. Uh, and maybe we'll we'll share that process in the future. If you, enough of you demand it or expect it, then you know even if we don't do it for free, we'll at least make it available somewhere. Um, whether it's Empowery and and we donate it all to the uh, nonprofit Empowery, or we try to you know throw a little Scooby snack to to make some promotion videos or whatever. Uh, we can share some of these things with you. But a time log is simple. You just put it in an Excel spreadsheet. What time is it? How long are you spending on this you know, activity? And then how would you categorize that thing? 
And um, is that work some kind of work that you should be doing, right? <laughs> you have to really, uh, this is where you have to look yourself in the mirror and go, oh yeah, that's, uh, I should not be doing that. And we all, including myself, will find ourselves doing things that we're not the best person to do that level of work. I, I don't want to get into too many details on this particular episode because it'll just take us down a rabbit hole. But my point is if you are finding yourself stuck in the tactical level, kind of, I hate to use the word upper and lower level. It's not a relation of value. It's a relation on the functional hierarchy. But if you, we'll just use this example. And I'll try to avoid the rabbit hole. If you run an operation where you're shipping a bunch of products and you decide you're going to go drive the forklift instead of make high-level decisions about the future or the purchasing or finance or whatever, you are burning your time in an ineffective way. Stop doing that. And you know maybe you don't have a forklift, but you are spending your time in customer service or some other element that someone else, A, could do better than you, right? And B, this is taking your time from some other more important endeavor. Having that critical scrutiny is really, really important. At least I think it's important for me. So I would just say track your, your time. I, I would actually handwrite it out. Don't try to keep it in one of these fancy apps or Excel spreadsheets. You know, you can just print an Excel spreadsheet out and write it down and do it by the minute. Don't leave anything out and do it for a whole week. Add all the time up you're spending, uh, subcategorize that time. Now, at the point you're done with it, then have one of your VAs put it in an Excel spreadsheet so you can start doing, you know, kind of um, pivot tables and see where you're spending your time. And then you really got to decide if that's how you want to how you want to spend your time. In other words, if you're doing a bunch of things that you shouldn't be doing, stop doing them, please. Do yourself a favor. People often are their own obstacle to productivity. Right? Write that one down. People, meaning you, are your own obstacle to productivity because you're making decisions of how to spend your time on things that don't require you. And when I say you, I'm really talking about things that only you can do or things that need your level of authority or discretion or whatever the case may be. Everything else, please take steps to get those decisions off to the corresponding level of authority necessary and the competency required to make you know, good practical decisions. Time management, everybody, is something that, you know, it gets occasionally talked about, but I think entrepreneurs, we don't give it enough um, due. We don't pay enough attention to it because we always just think, you know what? I'll just work more. I'll just work longer. I'll just work harder. Every single one of those answers is the wrong answer. If we were on Family Feud, you'd have three strikes because all of those are not how you systemically manage a business. They are, in fact... Uh, the weak manager's playbook to just work longer or harder or what you know whatever the case may be. So don't be weak, be strong, and that means bringing up your people to be you know themselves key decision makers and taking that bottleneck off of you. Time management, everybody. Founder foundations continues 
and I hope that you're getting value. Please tell us if you like this, use the comments, use the like buttons and the uh, all the algorithmic things that you think uh, would be important. Please deploy some of those right now so we can get this message amplified. I appreciate it. And I know your fellow entrepreneurs will appreciate you paying it forward. Awesomers.com. We'll see you next time, everybody. Bye-bye.